Hey everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing this beautiful Wednesday morning? Uh, what's today, June 15th? Yeah, me and Winston are at uh, the DC Comedy Live tonight, 7.30 host battle. Okay, 7.30 host battle, uh, DC Comedy Live. I'm excited. We got four of our good, funny friends. It's going to be a great show tonight. But anyway... As usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you take it, my podcast, I appreciate it. Um, if you're new, welcome. Uh, I started actually diving into the numbers of my podcast, and there's a few people in different countries that listen. I mean, if you're still there, what's up? I have somebody, uh, a couple people in Canada, someone in, in Africa. Uh, man. And shout out to the people in Cali and Virginia and New York that listen. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, I really think that absolutely no one listens to this. <laughs> I, I don't. And you're like, why do you do it, Chris? I, I don't know. But people do, and I appreciate it. That means people want to hear what I have to say, and it makes me feel a lot better. Uh, so shout out to all those who really support me, man. You know who you are. Thank you so much for listening every week, uh, you know, asking for other content, uh, when you when you message me on Instagram and stuff, I really appreciate it. And maybe I should start taking uh questions again. Maybe I should start que- taking questions again. And that, that email is just negropleaseradio at gmail.com. If you want to ask me a question, send me an email. You want to uh, there's an article you want me to check out, send it to me. Negropleaseradio at gmail.com. Um actually, you know what? I could I could put that down. I can put that across the bottom. Let's see. Email you can email email me. Email me at uh Negro please. Radio. I should have done this before at Gmail. There we go. Bam. There we go. Right across the bottom, you can email me at negropleaseradio dot at gmail dot com. Anyway, so again, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. It really means uh, a lot to me, and uh, it's, it's motivating to know. Like you know what, I don't know what I'm doing as far as promoting my stuff. It's just I've been trying to put it out there a little bit more, different times, and the numbers are going up, and. Uh, it's it's motivating to know that uh, if when you really just do the research, you you look into stuff and and you and you make an effort to make something better, uh, that will happen, you know. So um, I've been trying to do that here recently, just trying to get better at my shit, man. Um, yeah. So if you're new, if you if you're uh, um, uh, you've been here for a while, all I can say is thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. And I'm working on the rebrand for the podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll probably take a, a few weeks off after just to get everything squared away, and then I'll be back with a fresh new look. Um, but I digress. My milestone. For those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is Miles, and uh, it's his summer break. And he started camp this week, and he re- he's really enjoying it. Uh, he he i'm really proud of him because he been, he's been trying to to go without his medication and he he does uh struggle a bit but he's so willing and open to talk about what he's feeling and and 
asking like what that means and and talking through these intrusive thoughts and he still has a few moments but it's really i feel like we've taken a, a turn for the better and he's had a, a really good four or five days you know the intrusive thoughts are at a minimum and he, he lets us know hey I'm, I'm having you know negative thoughts and I'm, I'm getting a little ramped up and um i don't want to feel this way and that makes me feel good as a, as a parent knowing that he's um he's able to express himself he might not really truly understand everything, but the fact that he can let us know, like, hey, this is this is what I'm thinking, and this is why I'm acting this way. He doesn't know why these thoughts are coming in, but we can at least talk him down and get him focused on enjoying himself and protecting this peace. That's something we talk about. Protect your peace, and just because you think something, that doesn't mean that it's your thought. You don't have to entertain these, these negative thoughts that are making you anxious. And the irony of it of it all is I'm going through the same thing. So it's just like it's almost like I'm giving myself all this therapy advice or these coping these coping skills. But at a young age, it's it's weird, man. It's just a that's the thing about parent parenting, and I know I've said it several times, man. It's just the these little uh, ironies and, and things like that when it, when it comes to to uh, parenting. I guess it can it can be. Um, it could be any relationship, but when you, when there's someone that looks and sounds like you did when you were nine, it's it's, it's pretty wild. But um, so he's doing a lot better. He went to camp this week. He really enjoyed it, and I, I'm so happy. They went to the pool. I mean, he just he worries about so much. Like I was worried about him going to the pool and not wanting to play because he doesn't want to get splashed in the face. We all knew kids like that, or we were like that. The splash in the face is like the scariest thing for a lot of kids. And he was just like, I got splashed in the eyes, and I realized it wasn't that bad. And I was just like, see? And last night, I go, see, now that you realize that it's not that bad, and I, I had to correct myself. I go, now that you came to the conclusion that it's not that bad, because I, I, I feel like him hearing – Instead of hear, him hearing me say, see, I told you it wasn't that bad. It's just the conclusion thing is more like, oh, okay. Now that you've experienced it, you know what it felt like. You, you've you been through it. You came to the conclusion that it wasn't that bad. That's good. Not, hey, I fucking told you. <laughs> it's a little different. So I'm trying, trying to um, be... Um, Conscious of my word choice from that standpoint. Hopefully, it has a, a positive impact. Never know. You, you you never knew. No. And you know, all the stuff I talked about last week, man, about my parents and stuff. I I, I also have to be aware that 15, 20 years down the line, all this stuff that I'm doing could he could be like, hey, I hate it, I love it. And guess what? I just have to accept that, knowing that I'm I'm truly trying to do my best. So. um but I think that's why parents can be so hurt, become so hurt, is because and a lot of times they were trying their best. They they were doing the best that they knew uh, at the time, and, and, and oftentimes it's not the right thing. <laughs> or it's not the best thing. I can't say it's not the right thing. It's not the best thing. But at the time, that's what they feel. And you know what? <clears throat> 
I was thinking about this. And I, I don't want to get too high on, on a on some type of like a morality horse or anything like that. But I do want to call out my generation. I really do. Look, we're not we're not young. We're we're in our forties. We are the old people now. Now that we're here, we don't see ourselves as the old people. But it really bothers me that people in my generation, people of forty and above, we're always talking about how like how tough our generation was, and these kids nowadays are so weak, and and they can't handle anything. They have no resiliency. Yo, these are our kids. We're the ones doing it. Right? All these kids these days, they can't handle anything. They can't. They they crumble at the slightest bit of resistance. They they can't take criticism. That's because that's how we raised them. These are our kids. You know, we we hated the way our a lot of our parents did us. Right? Remember the kids who couldn't watch The Simpsons? Like, damn, your parents, man, you can't watch The Simpsons. You married with children? That's too far. What? You, you, your parents won't let you watch that. You can't watch South Park. You can't do this. That's that's who we've become. Why are we trying to hide the fact that there are actually gay people in this world from our kids, trans people? Why why are you trying to hide that? You always saying that like uh, uh, people can't live in a bubble. You know, everything can't be catered to you. Everything can't be, uh, you know, uh, everything's not going to be to your liking all the time. The world doesn't care. You need to toughen up. Yeah, that I believe that is part of it. We we can't shelter our kids and hide our kids from everything. And I'm not saying you need to expose your kids to like all out hard, hardcore porn and gay, straight, lesbian. I'm not saying that. I'm not being that guy. Because that's that's where people want to go nowadays. When you say anything, they want to go to the to the extremes. Your kids are going to see gay people. They're going to see trans people. Look, and and I and I get it. You want to you want to make sure things are appropriate for kids uh, based on their age, but just trying to hide the fact. Look, where I'm going with this is it's like that new Buzz Lightyear movie. If you don't if you don't like the fact that there's a woman to woman kiss then just don't watch it okay if it, if you're if you're really against lgbtq uh, stuff that much, don't watch it just like you tell all these people who who call certain podcasts and radio shows or uh, any other youtube channels or whatever it may be people who don't like that because it doesn't align with their uh either religious ideology or their their uh political affiliation they want to get certain people taken off of Spotify. They want this taken down. And you get upset. You actually support those people even more. Saying you're not for censorship. But at the same time, you don't you, you don't want people to be able to do what they want to do. As when it comes to their art, when it comes to their TV shows, when it comes to their podcasts or movies or whatever it may be. Everything's not going to be catered or tailored to everything you like. Remember, I remember years ago, we used to get into it with people. Oh, they need to take all this stuff off the TV. You know, kids don't need to see the guns, the violence. They don't need to see uh, this, that, and the third. And people would go, 
Do you just want to be able to sit your kid in front of a television and not worry about what they see? You have to be involved in their lives. And the thing is, your kid's not entitled to see fucking Buzz Lightyear just because you liked it. <laughs> if you if you don't like it, don't watch it. In my generation, we are the parents saying this shit. The the ones who, we grew up, we always brag about brag brag about how we grew up watching all these racist ass cartoons, violent violent cartoons, all this shit. And you go, it didn't affect us. Kids must just be dumb now. So do you think this one scene where these two cartoon characters are uh, give each other a peck, you think that's going to make your kid gay? It's the world we live in, man. Like you said, we, we can't hide from this shit. There are kids in their classes that have two dads, two moms. It's, it is what it is. And these are the same people who say we have way more important things to go around. You, uh, no one cares about the January 6th committee. Nobody wants to watch that. There's gas price. Gas prices are high. People want to know about that. But here you are complaining and crying about a gay kiss in a cartoon. And you say everybody else is flip-flopping. I mean, you're, you're jumping from cause to cause. Black Lives Matter. Stop Asian hate. This group needs help. Y'all done went from fucking Buzz Lightyear, uh, Dr. Seuss, Mr. Potato Head. You don't want certain books in school. You really sound like the people we fought in a war 20 years ago. That's exactly what these people sound like. The people who absolutely love freedom in this country. They don't like the fact that people talk about gay and trans people. They don't like certain aspects of science, math. They want all that shit taken out of, out, out of, out of books. That is absolutely insane to me. And this, these are people from my generation. We've become anti-intellectual. And yet, and the thing is, we hate it when our parents did this shit to us, and we become that. Now, are you trying to say all of a sudden we were just we be, we were a, a generation of of kids who listened to their parents? Our parents were right. I don't. I don't. Uh, it's just. It's just crazy how you just end up becoming a lot of the the, the things that you 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 hated as a as a younger person. And that you vowed not to become. And look, I understand people have a right to, to raise their kids and believe whatever they want, man. But trying to just really hide the fact that, that gay people exist, it's just, it's just wild to me, man. It, it's absolutely crazy to me. Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I, it, I don't. And look, it, it's not. It's not, to be honest, it's not a hard conversation to have. Keep it simple. I've said this before. It, it's harder for me to talk about school shootings to my son than it is like to explain gay or trans or some or bi. I, it's just that 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 scares me more. Well, that scares me. I mean, gay gay trans that doesn't scare me. It doesn't scare me. I just I mean, sending my kid to school after the Uvalde shooting, even though it was. Uh, in Texas, that that was scary. That's when I felt like a, a piece of shit parent. Like man, <laughs> that's why. That's when I felt like my hands were tied. But I don't know. 
Maybe I shouldn't even brought any of this shit up. But it's just, I thought about that. I'm like, man, we talk about how much better and well-adjusted and tough and resilient our, our generation was. And we complain about this one, but we're the ones that, that put up this wall, the one that's, that's trying to um, coddle our kids. Our kids are coddled. You're, you're right. And you're the one coddling. Yeah, I can't even say it. You're the one that is coddling them. You're the one that wants to shelter and hide from them the fact that gay people exist and trans people exist. And some people have two fucking dads. Okay, we we get it. A man and a woman make a baby. We get that. But guess what? Life is way more fucking complicated than that. All right. I, as long as you're raising a kid in a healthy, loving environment, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right. Uh, to me, it's just like when when gay people have either met or exceeded the, the number of uh, people that uh, straight couples have led to the bottle, to drugs, to uh, drug dealing, drug use, um, sex trafficked, uh, led led these women to a life of being exotic dancers, sex workers until gay, the gay community has either matched or exceeded those numbers. Sexual abuse from from straight couples. And until then, I, to be honest, I don't want to hear that shit. I I I, I really don't. I, I I can't I can't listen to that shit. They don't respect marriage. It's between a man and a woman. Our divorce rate is like fifty something percent. Don't don't tell me how sacred marriage is. All right. We've been pumping out fucking uh, people with straight couples since day one, and. Everybody isn't isn't on the up and up. So let, let's let's stop with the the gay might ruin a kid, because as of right now, <laughs> straight people don't have the best the best track record. All right, Adolf Hitler, straight couple, Saddam Hussein came from a straight couple, a straight household, a straight religious household. So I don't want to hear your shit until gay couples start fucking pumping out dictators. All right, and authoritarian government officials. I don't want to hear your shit, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I saw this weird story, and I, I think this might. Uh, this is yeah, This is a, a real hard turn. Um, sorry, I'm trying to pull it up. All right, here it is. Um. So a, a couple of days ago, I, I've gotten this from from a few people now. Uh, this guy who works for Google, he's some type of computer nerd. All right, I don't. I need to find. He's a oh, he's a Google AI researcher. His name was Blake Lemoyne. He was placed on administrative leave after going public with claims that LAMDA, a large language model designed to converse with people, was sentient. At one point, according to the Washington Post, Lemoyne went so far as to demand legal representation for the L.A. MDA. He has said his beliefs about L.A. MDA's personhood are based on his faith as a Christian and the model telling him it had a soul. The prospect of AR that's smarter than people gaining consciousness is routinely routinely uh, routinely discussed by people like Elon Musk and OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, 
particularly with efforts to train large language models by companies like Google, Microsoft, NVIDIA in recent years. Um, yeah. That's um, pretty scary. Now, if you go and look at the transcript for some of the stuff that they were saying, that this computer was saying back to this guy, it is pretty freaky. It does really sound like there's a person behind it. And I, I think we're going to be stuck in this loop for a while where people are going to start saying that these uh, early development, these early uh, stages of um, uh, AI computers are, are being sent, are becoming sentient. Now, do I believe um, that these things can? I might sound dumb as shit, but absolutely. I'm sorry. Hollywood has ruined me. Okay. But I also, they just ruined me because we've seen, <laughs> we've seen Terminator. Okay. But I don't really need Hollywood to tell me that this isn't good. It's just when you have a uh, a beautiful visual representation in the form of uh, motion pictures that show that what advanced robots developed by human beings to be smart can eventually do. Now, I don't need that, but it don't help. I, but I think any, any um, rational adult... <laughs> Now I might sound crazy, but any any wrestler adult can come to the conclusion that uh, this AI shit isn't a good idea. They're already all the the smartest people on the planet are already saying this isn't this isn't smart. This isn't a good idea. Look, I like technology. I think it's really dope. I love Uber. I love all the shit that we got going on. But robots that are smarter than people. Not the, not a great idea, especially if it's programmed by us. We are evil, okay? We love power, and uh, I think we will have, would eventually create some shit that thinks it knows. Well, you know, not even thinks. We will create something that knows what's best for us and forces down that road, and then eventually realize, like, you know what? We don't even need these motherfuckers. And to me, the, the we don't need you is not the worst part. The worst part would be we could use these motherfuckers. I would I would rather them say we don't need them. They're useless. Get rid of them. Versus like, you know what? We could use them to do X, Y, and Z. That's that's what I'm afraid of. Is they're wanting us to stick around. You know, like when you're in a work meeting, your boss is okay, can you hang back? You don't, you don't, we don't want a robot hang back. Okay. Because it won't be pretty. It won't be pretty because we will end up some type of slave. We'll we'll be making some weird shit for robots. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be ironic? You know, to 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 just to to have our computers and phones put us to put us to work. I guess in a way they kind of do. They kind of do. Con Man, I'm sounding like I'm in the fucking matrix, but I'm talking like some real sentient smart shit. This is like, hey, you get over here, get back to work. I mean, some shit like that. That's that's the shit that's scary. Right. They right now it's really just a peripheral that we control and it really controls us. Our phones, our computers, the Internet, we got to check this. We got to do that. Our whole livelihoods depend on it for uh, a lot of times. But man. 
Could you imagine some fucking robots, like some for real Terminator shit, man? Look, I'm all about smart stuff, but let's not make it too smart, all right? But with that being said, there's the show. That's the show. Like I said earlier at the top of the show, I'm at the uh, DC Comedy Live tonight with Winston Hodges. We're doing host battle, 730. And this sun Saturday, I'm at the Agora Theater with Mark Norman. I want to say that's a 7 o'clock show. I'm super excited about that. And Sunday is Father's Day. So if you're a dad, happy Father's Day. Uh, if you want to email into the show, negropleaseradio at gmail.com. Follow me on all things social media at Chris Allen Comedy. And I'm out. Peace.